Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network. All right, we're in the club here at uh, KSL Studios. Myself and Spencer. Uh, myself and Spencer. It's been a long day. Uh, myself and Lauren along for the post-game show right here on the RSL Radio Network. RSL getting a 2-2 draw. My word, what a second 45 minutes. What a great advert for Major League Soccer. It was a cracking second 45 minutes from both teams. Wide open in the second half uh, at both ends. Very easily could have been 3-2 for Real Salt Lake. Um could have easily been 3-2. True. Uh, <laughs> Gavin, Gavin Beaver's had a great second half. Um, I I would love if Anderson could figure out how to go around a goalie on a one-on-one. I don't know how many one-on-ones he's had that he's missed because he tries to dink it over the goalie. If the man would just take an extra touch around the goalie every once in a while and not be so predictable probably have a lot more goals but he did not get the nutmeg on the first goal should have done that again yeah honestly (laughs) uh but no great great result for real salt lake 11 unbeaten on the road in all competitions um they're the third team to hit uh double digits in an unbeaten road streak in major league soccer ever so uh hopefully it continues i on again could have been three points we'll take we'll take the one when you're down two zero at the half though with an assist tonight, Chicho joined Rubio Rubin as the only players in RSL history to score or assist in each of their two games with the club. Nice little stat from MLS yeah. Communications there. That is nice. Um, yeah, a really fun game. RSL probably feeling maybe they should have snuck all three points, yeah. to be honest with you, with the chances that they created. and uh, Nine shots on goal for Real Salt Lake tonight. Great, crazy, yeah. isn't it? You know. Yeah, uh, we saw some absolute rafters from Nelson. I thought he had a really, mm. really impressive 78 minutes on his debut for, for Real Salt Lake. Uh, please tweet at Lauren. We would love to get your thoughts on tonight's game. It's at Lars underscore MM. Um, yeah, just, yeah, love to hear your thoughts. Who was your man of the match? Uh, who impressed you? I, I've got to be said, you know, 90 minutes from Brian Oviedo. Uh, quiet, but efficient. Um, did some good things, but the halftime substitutions, my word, to be able to bring on Diego Luna, Paulo Ruiz, and Chicho Arango. I mean, the depth of this squad, it, again, it's like nothing that we've ever seen before. A little bit concerned for Jasper Loffelson, a little bit concerned for Andres Gomez. Um, honestly, he looked like he had two left feet uh, tonight. Uh, and really, Loffelson looks like he's the uh, outside looking in when it comes to the central midfield options with Ruiz, Ojeda, and Nelson now. Yeah, he'd kind of forced Scott Caldwell um, a, a bit out of the picture a little bit, and now he's joined that uh, outside looking in. Um, wasn't great from him tonight. Again, he's just not been get, getting very many minutes. Nelson looked fantastic, exactly what we expected. Honestly, more than what I expected. I thought he might need a little more time to adjust, but came in, looked great, had a really nice shot on goal, um, and then Pablo came in and continued to be fantastic. Um the substitutions were well done from from Pablo Mastroeni again, um, managing the game well. Just uh, kind of a little bit of a different team in the second 45 than the first 45, which we haven't seen for a while, I feel, with Real Salt Lake. Um, but this was... 
probably for the first time this season, sit, when we're seeing kind of the tale of two halves uh, for the better in the second half. Yeah, a lot cleaner in that second 45 minutes. Obviously, it helps when you're able to bring on absolute quality um, at the half. Uh, Anderson Julio coming on and, and getting a goal. That's three goals in his last three games coming off the bench. And if he doesn't start Saturday, uh, I will be incredibly surprised. Um, obviously, the ball from Paulo Ruiz to Chicho uh, to, to then roll it into the path of, of Danny Masovsky. A great finish from Danny as he uh, goes joint top uh, goal scorer with Jefferson Savarino. He just continues to impress and pick up those minutes here and there. And, and he's just become a really, really great squad player. Um, another stat for you that Trey texted us is that in the last 12 games in all competitions, Paulo Ruiz now has four goals and eight assists. Ridiculous. He's Wild in the form numbers. of his life and he just looks the absolute part. And I thought Brian O'Hader, when he came off for that last 12 minutes uh, plus stoppages for, for Nelson, I thought he slotted in brilliantly. Um, Justin Glad had a fantastic game. Um, obviously got done uh, for, for the second goal, but for the rest of the, the game, I thought he was absolutely excellent. And uh, yeah, just read the game superbly and, and used the ball wisely. We are going to head to our first break. You are listening to the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome back into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Spencer Warren and Lauren Beck along for the ride. Lauren has just tweeted out at Lars underscore MM. Love to hear your thoughts, the fans from the, uh, the thoughts from the fans about tonight's 2-2 draw with Sporting Kansas City. Well, after the first 45 minutes, we thought it might go from bad to worse. Uh, but RSL making a triple change at half and it immediately paid off with a lovely ball by Paulo Ruiz initially, a lovely roll uh, control and then roll into the path by Chicho uh, for Danny Masovsky, who put it away uh, beautifully uh, to make it 2-1. And you felt like it was certainly game on, particularly after it only came a couple of minutes after the uh, the restart of the second half, Lauren. Yeah, it, when the first goal went in, I I was like, that's fine, doable. Um, you know, RSL's conceded the goal, the first goal, more often than not this season um, and still been able to find points. The second one went in and I thought, okay, maybe it's a point on the road now, maybe not a win. Um, but it certainly felt like after that first goal um, of the uh, for Real Salt Lake in that second half, it it felt like, oh, RSL could go on and win this. Um, so it's, it's nice to have some optimism, um, even being two goals down. Unfortunate that RSL couldn't find that third goal. But still a good result on the road. Still the best uh, team on the road in the league. 11 now in all competitions unbeaten on the road. It, it's it's incredible. Um, and now again, as we've said, you've just got to hope that they can come back home on Saturday and uh, and get all three points against New York Red Bulls and turn that uh, home form around. When those substitutions were made for Real Salt Lake at half, it, it started to feel cohesive again. It felt like there was a lot of disconnect on the field in that first half. And then you bring Chicho on, you bring Anderson on, you bring Pablo on, and and it feels a bit effortless again. It feels more cohesive, more flowing, free flowing, um, with just a couple quick changes. And it's it's lovely to see. Super proud of this team and uh, the way that they've been performing on the road. And again, just gotta hope that they can uh, continue that form at home after that nice win last weekend. Um, 
New York Red Bulls not uh, not the easiest opponent. I think they're on a. Well, they lost tonight. Yeah, they did in the uh, in uh, late in that game. Cincinnati got the winner. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just excited about this team, and it's nice to have that confidence. That, oh, yeah, we're two down, but we could still at least get a point out of this and maybe go on to win it. Um, not not quite used to that. Yeah, and obviously uh, one of my top five movies of all time. The saying is Goonies never die. So now we're just going to refer to ourselves the Goonies. It's a Chicho summer. It's a Goonies summer. <laughs> we are still summer. waiting for the RSL uh, post-game press conference to, to start. Obviously, we'll have Pablo Mastroeni and select players. We will toss it over to uh, Kansas City as soon as that is up. Uh, and obviously, hopefully, we'll find out what players there are. Christian will tell us because we've got it on mute right now. Uh, but, Lauren, again, coming back from 2-0 down, um, players that are fighting for minutes getting on the score sheet in the likes of Danny Masovsky and Anderson Julio. And, I mean, Pablo Mastroeni must be just kicking back and thinking, this is awesome. We've got money being spent. I've got depth. Um, the injury list is pretty small. Um, if we can keep these guys rotating and, and keep them fit, then, to be honest with you, this could be an outstanding season for Real Salt Lake as they move on to, to 34 points. Yeah, I mean, the results they were getting before Chicho joined and before Nelson joined were great. But it, it feels like something has now clicked with this team. These missing pieces have, have joined, and it's so nice to see. Uh, we do have a couple tweets before we oh, yes. while we're waiting Get for the him. press conference. Andrew Lord, a friend of the program, at Lord Andrew one First half was vintage March-April RSL, and the second was June-July RSL. Yep. My goodness, RSL will be very tough to beat anytime they're not starting five-plus bench players. And even the bench players, I think it just was a matter of not getting minutes recently, as as many minutes recently. Um, but uh, 100% agree. It was That first half was, uh-oh, have we reverted a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, but that second half, imp- so much improvement in the second half. Great substitutions from Pablo. Um, Mike Howarth, I'm going to... Guess is the last name. Uh, the options Pablo has to keep legs fresh during this condensed schedule has been super important. Yeah, it, this we talked about it in pregame. The depth of this team right now, and you're missing Jefferson Savarino. You're missing Michael Chang, who quietly is having a, was having a decent season before his injury. Curious to see where he falls um, when he comes back with uh, with the way the team's been playing lately. And then Rubio Rubin obviously off with Guatemala. Um, missing a, a couple of players that ha- have been very important for RSL this season, and, and we're getting a lot of minutes early in this season. Um, but yeah, just a lot of depth as we as we spoke about a lot in uh, in pregame. And then Draper Ute, SK, SKC fans screaming at the ref after the game was rich. He failed to call two top of the box obvious fouls mm. against them late. Happy to get the draw. Yeah, I, referee missed a. Uh, Missed oh. a couple blatant ones there at the on end. On Chicho and Diego Luna. Yes, it was back, just like, to, back to back. I, I just, I'm still, my head is still rattled. Yeah. I mean, no advantage was really played uh, no. with the Chicho one, and you could have called that one back. Yeah. The Diego one, I, I, I know he gets fouled, but he then pull, puts a lovely ball in. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit too far in front of Anderson, so I kind of understand one, but really it should have been called back. I yeah. mean, it was just hacking at the ankle so and then the chicho yellow card i i kind of understand <sighs> i yeah if, if you're calling that foul it is a yellow card oh but absolutely the, but the foul did not occur chicho yeah. pulled out of that really well unfortunate for him there and unfortunately there's not anything you can do about a yellow card yeah i, I wish i mean 
I understand why they don't review yellow cards like they do red cards, um, like weekly. But man, it would be nice because how many of those would come back? But I mean, everybody would appeal every single yellow card. How oh, many sure. yellow cards go out in a weekend? Um, but that one's but, more of a blatant one. Yes. No. Really yeah. That's blatant, that's what so. I I agree. It's if if the foul had actually happened, one hundred percent, it's a it's a yellow card. But there was not actually a foul. It was what it was just very well played by. Sporting Kansas City. Any oh, more well. tweets that have come in? Um, I think that was all of them so far. Yep, that's it. So all far. right, yeah, just uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, man of the match, um, what you liked, what you didn't like. Obviously, probably liked the second 45 minutes, didn't like the, <laughs> the first 45 minutes. No, it wouldn't make sense. But we'd love to hear your thoughts. This show is all about you. We are still awaiting the RSL uh, post-game press conference to start. It's just a black screen now, so we haven't even got anybody on screen right now. Meg, I think she's uh, the one that's over in uh, Kansas, maybe. I don't know. Um, well, I guess we'll find out pretty quickly. Um, RSL, um, as you said, Lauren, uh, tw- uh, nine shots on target. Only took 12 shots. Nine of those on target. I mean, and one of them hit the post, um, which is... That's really efficient. Yes. And, really efficient. And forced some really good saves as well. Yes. Uh, Kansas City, I think toward the, more so toward the end of the game, forced some good saves out of Gavin Beavers. Mm-hmm. Um, the two goals, I mean, not to not to take away credit from, from SKC, but kind of gifted on both of those in the first half. Not not good play from RSL at all on the buildup of either of those goals. Um, yeah, just... Uh, Testing the keeper, efficiency with their shots, keeping them on frame. Uh, a, a fun offense to watch there primarily in the second half, but but fun nonetheless. Obviously, outside of the RSL goals, the thing that I liked the most was that the last water break, uh, rehydration break, was the face of P- Peter Vermees looking like an English bulldog. Just that <laughs> chin coming out and just ripping into his players. I mean, that is one guy that you... No. You, you want to make sure that you give 100%. Yes. I wish I... I honestly wish he coached a team I didn't dislike so much because I, I do have a lot of respect for Peter Vermees. I think he's a great coach. Very intimidating. Very, um, But, you know, his teams are typically very good. And as you can see, they're, they're kind of starting to turn it around in, in sporting Kansas City, but still a bit of inconsistency. Whilst we await the start of the post-game press conference, we'll head to another break. You're listening to the RSL post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome back into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. We have... Head coach Pablo Mastroeni in sport in Kansas City, right up next. Hey, Pablo. Um, I, th- I think it certainly kind of felt like a, a tale of two halves a bit there, especially with the way you guys started that second half. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what kind of went into the guys that you decided to bring on there at the start of the second half? And what did you see from them that really made the difference? Um, yeah, I thought in the first half we were, uh, real shaky with the ball. And, and again, I, I think the game is, is, is a fluid game. And in order to be good defensively, you have to be good offensively as well. And we weren't able to get close to the ball. I thought, you know, we lacked a, a little bit of bravery in the middle of midfield on the ball, which then didn't connect our, our back line to, to the front guys. Um, the other part was uh, we didn't threaten behind enough. Um, and, and so I think, you know, with with Chicha going in, with Anderson, you know, and uh, who else went in there? 
Luna, Pablo and Diego. And, and Pablo, you know, I think we 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 found a, a really good balance. Obviously, uh, Pablo's distribution in the middle of the field and, and his bravery to get on the ball in, in really tight areas allowed us to move the ball closer to their, closer to their goal. Uh, I thought Luna was was good in tight spaces and and was was busy in the attacking third. And I thought, you know, Chicho, uh, his quality um, in the build and in and around goal was fantastic. Um, and then I was wondering, could you give us um, any any update uh, on Sava? I know he wasn't able to make the trip. Uh, just kind of maybe what's going on there, and, and whether that's a long term or short term thing. Yeah, well, we're hoping it's short term. Um, he jammed his uh, hip joint uh, in the last game. And uh, he he wasn't able to train uh, the two days leading into this game. So um, I haven't heard exactly. I think the medical staff is optimistic that uh, it usually takes between 48 to 72 hours for those for that joint to calm down. Um, but uh, we'll have a better idea tomorrow. And then you guys are back at it on, on Saturday. You know, you're kind of back to this uh, a, a lot of games and rotating guys. Right. But it seems like now, you know, the, the health of the team and then the guys you brought in, the, the depth seems like it's even stronger than it was when you were going through this type of uh, turnover a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, I think you, you know, when you add Nelson and, and Chicho into the group, it, it really lifts the bar, you know, and I think uh, for our group, we've, we got a fantastic midfield core. We got a great attacking core. I thought Anderson was bright tonight. Once again, scoring in three consecutive games and, and really he's, he's really been a great stretch presence for us. Um, so you know, I think, uh, again, I think the freshness of our group is 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 paramount and, and we want to continue to to play with a certain type of energy. Um, and uh, so we'll look to see how we uh, set up for the weekend. Sorry, just one more real quick. You mentioned Nelson. Um, he got, got the start in his debut with the team after having some paperwork stuff. Uh, I'm just curious, what did you see from him uh, in his first game? Yeah, I thought he was fantastic. I, I thought he was uh, really good on the ball. I, I thought his ability to close down space, his ability to run. Um, uh, you know, I think he had a, a fantastic debut. You know, it's not easy to get that on the road, um, especially when you don't see a lot of the ball in the first half. But he had a, a, a lot of really nice plays. Um, and, and I think he can pair well with any of our midfielders. And so a uh, great addition to the group and, and really happy for his performance tonight. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. you say me, Megan? Yes. I'll, I'll go. Um, Pablo, I mean, just another resilient effort down to nothing at the half. This is not the first time, obviously, this has happened. What can you just say about this team? You know, never say die attitude, down 2-0, two goals on the road, and, and to battle back. I know a lot of draws feel like losses. Some feel like victories. This got to almost feel like a victory. Yeah, no, definitely, uh, Dana. I think uh, the group has, as again, I, I go back to the beginning of the year um, when we were losing games. And, and really talking about, you know, the culture of the group and, and, and really learning from these these moments in, in very difficult circumstances uh, where we couldn't get results. And uh, it, it wasn't anything other than the, the mindset that we needed uh, to move beyond. And I think since those first five games, uh, this has been a different group. Um, I think, you know, from from trauma, uh, you learn from and, and, and you improve. And I think uh, there's not one player in that locker room um, that doesn't have the right mentality to, to compete in this league. And so you 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 couple that with quality and talent um, with a resilient mindset. And, you know, it, it puts us in a great position to be, a, you know, a, a great team in this league. And what can you say about uh, Gavin Beavers? I mean, gives up a couple of goals, but that last save was just spectacular for an 18-year-old kid to make a save like that on the road 
it's almost mind boggling. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know, Gavin's uh had a, a steep learning curve uh jumping in between the 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 pipes this year and uh he never ceases to amaze. You know, I think uh you know, he's he's he comes up huge in in, in big moments and for me that was that that you know, that was the play of the game, you know. I, I think you know, you're whatever it was, a couple of minutes left in the game to to really put your body on the line and and again, that's why everyone thinks goalkeepers are bananas, you know, to 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 play that position. Um, but he's um, been a, a wall back there. And so I couldn't be happier for him. He's he's doing great um, and, and came up huge when the team needed him. How brutal was that heat and humidity? We saw a couple of uh, water breaks there. I mean, we're, we're in the comfort of our air conditioning rooms here watching the game. That must have been tough out there. Uh, honestly, I don't know how these guys ran and gave everything they gave, given the conditions. It was It was unbearable. I mean, it was... Some of the the toughest conditions I've been a, I've been a part of, um, and and so does I think that adds to the, the amount of work and effort and commitment and resilience uh, to this group, it, you know, because again down two zero playing in these conditions, it's so easy to drop tools, and and quit. Um, but they hung in there, they played for each other, they played hard, um, and they played with some real quality in the second half, which ended up uh, being the decisive factor in the result. Thanks and congrats. Thank you. Anything else for Pablo? All right. Thanks, guys. We've thanks. got Danny here. We'll go ahead and get him in. That was Pablo Mastrini. Delighted with the uh, the fight in the second 45 minutes. We do have Danny Masovsky getting his fifth goal of the season up next. He's now joint top goal scorer with Jefferson Savarino. Just waiting for him to sit down. Maybe they're getting a microphone on him. I don't know. But uh yeah, you, you can tell that Lauren that the this this uh, our head coach Pablo Mastrini a lot more cheerful coming into these uh post-game press conferences <laughs> now that things are starting to click and actually work out. Yeah, the the last game as well at home, um finally getting that home win in the league after a couple months. Yeah, you can you can see the the pressure's off a little bit. Um as as you said as things start to click and and go a bit more smoothly. This team starts to perform at its uh, full potential. It's it's nice to see. I think uh, Danny Musovsky is kind of sailing under the radar a little bit at the moment with a lot of uh, RSL fans. As you said, joint uh, top goal scorer for the team. Three assists as well. He's um, really had quite the turnaround for this uh, team since last season. I know Pablo said that in preseason it, there was a, a moment um, – in preseason and then in, against Vancouver in that first game of the season where he he was like, oh, yeah, this this guy's for the team. Um, and it's it's good to see because I think last season he came in injured and, and then the team he got uh, traded from, bought from, went on to win um, the Supporter Shield and MLS Cup. And that's got to be rough, honestly. That, that's got to be hard. <laughs> he still got his ring. Um, but to not actually be a part of that and celebrate that, that's got to be a tough uh, position for any player to be in. So can't really blame him for his maybe his mentality, but uh, good to get him on track. And we've got Danny from Sporting Kansas City. Hey, Danny, um, we've seen the script before, down two goals at the half. You guys rally back, get that one point on the road. Um, what is it, just another testament to the resiliency of this team, huh? Yeah, I would say so. I think we have a group of guys that are just willing to fight for each other and never give up till the end. And 
and yeah, I just think we proved it to ourselves again that we're never out of a game. And as long as we just stick to the principles that we've uh, we've been doing, uh, you know, we could get a result. Pablo was saying these were some of the toughest conditions he's ever seen. What was it like out on the pitch with that heat and humidity? Yeah, it was it was really difficult. Um, I've always said that this is the hardest place to play, and I think today was just confirmed my belief in that. So, yeah, it's definitely a tough place to play, but credit to the guys and everyone to just continue fighting through and, and get a point. What did you think of uh, Palacio's debut to be thrown in to a game like that on the road? Uh, seemed like he fit in pretty well. Yeah, I think he did well. Um, definitely given the circumstances that was that he was in, uh, this is one of the toughest places to play. So given all that, I, I think he did extremely well. What do you think changed in that second half offensively for you? Was it those subs that came in, kind of provided a spark? Yeah, I, I would say so. I think the subs came in, uh, they provided the spark, and I think we were able to just keep the ball better in the second half, and I think that was the difference. We were uh, just too careless with the ball in the first half and just weren't able to get into any type of rhythm. And then second half, we were just able to calm things down, you know, control the, control the ball in their half, and I think that was the difference. And then lastly for me, another quick turnaround, but your depth has shown that you can play these two games in a week. Um, you've done it for several weeks. What's it going to be like coming back home and keeping this momentum going? Yeah, I think just got to keep the momentum going. Uh, you know, we had a good result at home, last home game. So I think we just got to keep that going, keep keep using everybody on the team because everyone's going to be used to all these games. And, and yeah, we're just looking to keep going forward. All right, Caleb. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Chicho real quick. I haven't had a chance to ask you. I mean, you guys work together at, at LAFC, and what's it been like to be uh, to have him here uh, in Salt Lake now? Yeah, I just feel like uh, feel like nothing's changed. It feels like yesterday, you know, we were playing together, and now we're playing together in Salt Lake. And I think, uh, yeah, we have a good chemistry. And right away, uh, you know, he's able to assist me two minutes in to playing together again. So that's what I told him. I, right after I scored, I told him that was fast, you know. Uh, so. Yeah, credit to Chicho. He's a great player, and it's uh, fun to play with him. And then if I've got my account right, I think that was your fifth goal of the season. Um, do you feel like you've you've really kind of hit a stride here the last couple of weeks or months um, as far as your, your scoring form and confidence go? Yeah, I feel like I'm in a good spot. And as a forward, it, it always just gives you confidence when you're able to score a goal. But I think ultimately I, the team overall is doing well. So, you know, if the team overall is doing well, I think that helps the forwards as well. We get more opportunities in front of goal. And I feel like that's just, uh, that's my job, you know, is to put the ball in the back of the net and, uh, and everyone on the team has been helping me do that. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been doing well, but also the team overall has just been doing well. Awesome. Thanks. Yep. Anything else for Danny? All right. Thank you guys. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. That was Danny Masovsky, the scorer of the first goal tonight for Real Salt Lake. Right there in the, I think it was the 47th minute. Was it the 47th minute? I think it was 46th minute. I was going to say, I thought it was the first minute. Yeah. um, Five goals in the season. Um, Just looks like a really good option. Puts in a good, honest shift up front. Uh, Tries a few things with regards to uh, flicks and tricks and whatnot and, and tried to drop deep and, and open up space for others. Um, but he's finding the back of the net and, and he's become a real option for Real Salt Lake. He can play 
up top with, with lots of different players and come off the bench and affect the game as he did tonight. Um, but yeah, I, I'm absolutely delighted for him because, again, as you said, Lauren, he kind of flo- kind of flying under the radar with regards to the fan base. But at the same time, he's he's making a case for himself um, with all the options that Real Salt Lake have, and it's a crazy amount of options that RSL have uh, for for a striker. Um, but he's he's just doing the business and and making sure uh, day in day in out a day out on the training pitch that he's keeping himself in the minds of Pablo Mastroeni and the coaching staff. Yeah, he's he's just not a flashy player. Uh, when he's on the field, he's uh, he's quietly getting it done. Um, and and good for him. I, honestly, I'm I'm relieved. I it makes me very okay. I shouldn't say it makes me very sad. It just is. It's disappointing when a signing doesn't work out. Um, and it, that's how it was looking with Danny toward the end of last season. Um, so I honestly, I'm just th- thrilled for him, thrilled for the team to to be in a position where they have two people on five goals and four on four goals. Um, it, it's been it's been a hot minute since we've had such a hot offense, um, and I think it's just it's just going to grow exponentially as a as. Chicho Summer has just started. This was just game two with Chicho. Had a goal and an assist. Goal and an assist in two games. Oof. And um and on Anderson Julio seems to be turning around as well. Three goals and three games off the bench. Um Pablo Ruiz also just an changed absolute animal out there. Yeah, abs- changed the game one hundred percent as well as Chicho. Um just yeah. I, I think the the person offensively on the outside looking in at the moment, Andres Gomez. Yeah, and, yeah. A um, little bit concerned for him. Yeah, same. I, I, he is a player I really like. One goal and five assists on the season, but tonight, uh, not a great performance. I think that was, this was a real opportunity for him, um, with Diego not starting, with Jefferson out, to uh, to make a point. And I think he just uh, couldn't couldn't quite get there tonight, and uh, hopefully things turn around for him because I, I do I do like him as a player quite a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, in the next few games, particularly with League's Cup coming up, there's yeah. going to be plenty of minutes still for him. Uh, maybe off the bench, a little less pressure um, if if RSL are up. But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully he can uh, get back to that earlier season form where he kind of broke out after the first couple of games and, and started to re- show his real quality. We are going to head another break. Head to another break. When we come back, we'll go through scores around the league. Um, hopefully, uh, any more tweets that come in, please, you know, uh, tweet at Lars underscore MM and we can uh, read your tweets out and discuss those. And we'll start previewing uh, the visit of New York Rebels on Saturday. You're listening to the post game show here on the RSL Radio Network. All right, welcome back into the post-game show here on the RSL Radio Network. Mexico currently up two goals to nil against Jamaica in the other or the semi-final of the Gold Cup earlier today or earlier tonight. Panama winning 5-4 on PKs against uh, the U.S. Felt a bit strange, to be honest with you, but Panama looked really good. They did look really good. Honestly, uh, could have won it in regulation. A couple offside goals called back. Uh, and then start of the PK shootout. Jose, Jesus Ferreira had a lovely volley uh, to tie it, mm-hmm. in, and then not a good PK for the to start out for the U.S. and it saved. Um, Panama went up, 
and then the U.S. made their second one, Panama made their second one, so on, so on. Um, another really nice save from uh, Matt Turner tonight, and then uh, Roldan had his saved as well. And that was that. Uh, disappointing penalties, honestly, from the United States. Uh, I think every single one of them that was saved tonight for both teams um, were just bad PKs. It like Always props to the goalie for making a PK save for going the right direction. But, my goodness, those were some... Uh, those were not good PKs. There were a couple really good ones there for both teams, but the ones that were saved were pretty atrocious. Earlier tonight, New England won 2-1 at home against Atlanta United. RSL's next opponent, New York Rebels, going down 2-1 at home, an injury time winner for Cincinnati. Houston losing 3-0 at home to Minnesota United. As you know, RSL getting a 2-2 draw after uh, going 2-0 down at the half. Uh, Nashville and Philadelphia. Philly getting all three points with a 2-0 away victory. That ended up with a record on each side. Was that right? Yes, I retweeted it. Um, yeah. Tom Bogart tweeted the video. Uh, like a Basically a full-on wrestling match happened in that game, and both players involved got red cards. You know, uh, kind of nice to see some uh, actual physical altercations instead of just the, the like, bumping chests with each other and pretending like you're going to fight. I, I'm not encouraging fighting, but eh, a little bit, maybe a little bit. It was, it was kind of fun to, to watch as from an outside perspective. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, funny enough, it looks like uh, um, Ochoa... Guillermo Ochoa's in goal for Mexico. Yes, not, not David Ochoa. No. Weird, he doesn't have a club. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, moving swiftly hmm. on. Hmm. It's almost like... It's almost it like RSL knew what they were doing. Um, yeah, strange that. Um, Colorado and Portland finished nil-nil. That was just finishing off the second half of a game played a couple of weeks ago that was abandoned due to weather. Chicago currently up 3-0 against Montreal. Montreal's a mess since uh, Wilfred Nancy left to go to Columbus Crew. I think Shakiri had quite a nice goal. I think it was for the third one in that one. Um, 41 minutes gone, 0-0 between LAFC and St. Louis. Come on, St. Louis. Beat them so we can RSL can stay third. Yeah. They're currently fourth. I don't... I do not understand how LAFC is still so high in the rankings. I feel like every time I see a result from them, it's a loss or a draw. It is crazy to me. San Jose up a goal to nil against Seattle and Vancouver up a uh, a goal to nil against uh, Austin, which is uh, no real surprise. They've, they've made uh, BC Place a bit of a fortress, so uh, road record is terrible. Uh, but we can say that now because we're RSL fans, 6-3-3 three, yeah. three on the road. Unbelievable. We're the best in, on the road in the league. It's so ridiculous. We can be as judgmental as we want about yeah, everyone else's road record. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> so bad, guys. Uh, uh, okay, coming up Saturday, <laughs> um, we have uh, New York coming into town. And uh, Red Bulls, that is not great. Uh, currently sitting in 11th um, after 22 games, 26 points, 21 goals scored, 23 conceded. So they're not conceding a ton. They're just not scoring a ton either. And, and you look at the stats for them. Um, they have Amaya uh, Fernandez on three goals apiece. They're top goal scorers. Uh, I thought RSL with two players on five goals was a bit bad. Obviously, we have got you know, plenty on four goals. So there's plenty of goals going around. But yeah, 
bit of a strange one for me, New York Red Bulls. I know they've got more of a, a, a one of the smaller wage budgets, don't spend a ton of money, but you expect New York to be, you know, in the hunt for the playoffs. Right now they're on the outside looking in. I believe they had a coaching change in, in May as well. Um, but I think, I mean, now I think it's 5-3-3 three, and three, um, in, since the coaching change. Not not bad, honestly. A, a nice little surge for the for them there with that uh, record, but yeah, not great on the road. One um, five and four, yeah, not great. Uh, not, not great at all. <laughs> um, you you mentioned the twenty one goals. We were looking at it. Uh, the only two teams that have less goals than them so far this season are Toronto um, at twenty. Or excuse me, at eighteen, and they are the second worst team in the Eastern Conference and Colorado with 16 bottom of the west bottom of the west so uh Tr- or Colorado excuse me has played 22 games Toronto has played 23 New York's played 22 so about even um on all those yeah i tough season for them as you said 1-5 and 4 on the road um i think they're 2-2 two, two and f- 1 in their last five results one of those on the road, and that was one of the losses. Um, yeah, it's it's not uh, not pretty from them lately. But you know, RSL at home this season hasn't been as good as we would hope. I, it, they seem to be turning a corner at home, um, but it's hard to uh, judge that off of just the last one or two games. But what a dominant win for RSL in that last home game, four zero against a good road team in Orlando. So it's it's hard not to come into that game. Uh, with a decent amount of confidence, especially after coming back from two goals down tonight to get a point uh, on the road. John Tolkien, if he plays, will be the the one to look out for for the Red Bulls. Four assists on the season. Uh, a good young player uh, and kind of exciting uh, for them. But when you look at the Red Bull teams around the world and you think of Red Bull Salzburg, you think of RB Leipzig, um, how they get their players, mature them, uh, you know, kind of moved them from Salzburg to to um, uh, Leipzig. Obviously, our, um, young players that have gone from from Red Bulls, it's not clicking uh, as as much as they probably uh, would want at this moment in time. But again, you think that you've won, and you'll get your backside whooped in this league. You can't uh, go into it thinking that this is gonna they're gonna roll over. They're looking to to get their season back on track, and they're only just outside of the playoffs. Uh, as well, Lauren, it's not like um, you know that they're, they're, they're a crazy amount of way uh, away uh, from from the teams above them. As said, uh, Chicago currently on twenty nine points. If this result held, they're three nil up, um, but they're only three points behind um, with the same amount of games played. So it's 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 tight around that playoff line in the East. Anyway, RSL getting a two two draw, a, a fantastic uh, tie after being down two nil at the half. RSL head coach making a triple change that paid off immediately with uh, Ruiz and Chicho combining and then rolling the ball into the path of um, uh, Danny Masovsky to get his fifth goal of the season. Anderson Julio also coming off the bench, robbing centre-back Rosario. And, uh, yeah, you can't sleep around this guy as he nutmegs the goalkeeper to make it 2-2 and then had a wonderful chance to make it 3-2 if he had a little bit more composure. But uh, from myself and from Lauren, from... 
the nearly tied the knot producer, Christian, who's a wonderful uh, asset to our team. We wish you a wonderful rest of your week. We'll be back on Saturday, a 6.30 pregame and a first half call as RSL host New York Red Bulls with DJ and Jay Nolly on the call. Thank you for tuning in right here on the RSL Radio Network.